Hi everyone, this is Julie and Thomas Hobby, and welcome to the Marriage Puzzle Podcast. We're so excited you joined us again as today we're going to be discussing three books that we recently have read that impacted us as individuals, but also in uh, the context of marriage. So the first one that we're going to dive into is The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. If you're familiar with the five love, love languages, they are um, words of affirmation, receiving gifts, acts of service, quality time, and physical touch. Uh, the second book that we're going to be discussing is called Becoming Us by Beth and Jeff McCord. And um, that's about the Enneagram. That's kind of a, a popular subject um, these days because there's nine types of Enneagram. Um, one's the perfectionist. Two, the helper. Three, the achiever. Four, the individualist. Five, the investigator. Six, the loyalist. Seven, the enthusiast. Eight, the challenger. And nine, the peacemaker. And then we're also going to be talking about Know Yourself, Know Your Money. Um, that's written by Rachel Cruz, who's um, Dave Ramsey's daughter. And um, just a different interesting... Uh, take on money, even how your your childhood or the household you grew up in um, related to money issues. And um, we really enjoyed listening. Actually, we did an audiobook on that um, and our marriage and, and how you learn about yourself and the ways you spend money or want to give money or, or things like that. So lots of fun to unpack today. Yeah. So of course, I'm joined, I was gonna say, I'm joined by my co-host, my wonderful co-host in life <laughs> thomas um tell us a little bit about all, i was gonna say all these uh books and um things came with personality quizzes mm -hmm. so we've taken them and so we're going to tell you a little bit about ours and our results but also encourage you to do um, the same with your spouse yeah um as many of you may know if you are following us on instagram which if you're not go do that um, we'll have all that information in the show notes um, and uh, we'll kind of go through that all at the end of the episode too but uh, as many of you know um, last week i had covid i mean i guess technically i still do have covid um, we're not through the full window yet uh, but i was down and out last week so um, it's good to get back to the microphone and be upright again and uh, be able to kind of put some work in on this and uh, get another episode out for you guys um, but yeah as julie said we um, have been taking these personality tests and things like that uh, most married couples probably uh, know of the Five Love Languages book. Um, I think that's a pretty common book when you're getting married for someone to give you at your wedding or something like that. Um, and, you know, so that probably means a lot of people have taken that quiz at some point in their marriage. Um, and so uh, I, I retook it. Yours is pretty solidified. Um, uh, Every time I take the Love Languages quiz I get the same thing like off the charts <laughs> and and mine actually changed this time from what I remember it being the first time it didn't completely uh you know change things but one uh stood out differently than the first time I remember taking so, it words of affirmation gifts acts of service quality time and physical touch what did you score as your highest one um <clears throat> 
as the highest one, but not by much, I scored uh, quality time as my highest, um, which ranked at 33% um, with physical touch and receiving gifts, both tied at 27% for second place, um, and then acts of service, 13%. Now, if you can do the math quickly, you realize that we've already reached 100%. So there's one that's missing on mine. Uh, words of affirmation, I received a 0% and uh, And the reason why we're laughing about that is because Julie said there's one that she scores off the charts on and drum roll. So yeah, the one that he gets 0%, I'm at 40%, which is pretty high in this test um, for words of affirmation. So um, my next one is 20%. So that, again, that's a big jump down. Um, for receiving gifts but even when I receive a gift I feel like it's um, for affirmation actually. So what you're telling me (laughs) is I can buy you two things to make up for words of affirmation right if I get you two 20% things that'll make 40% that's how my brain works. I don't know but this (laughs) this one has just been fun Um, like I said maybe it's common maybe you haven't heard of it yet but um if, if you have retake it, um, just so you know, like saying uh, Thomas is, has changed a little bit. We all change and, and that's a good thing. We all grow and then we need to relearn each other. But um, the quiz is free on their website, so you can go take it. Yeah. And I think um, what I, without knowing yours, you know, I think you tend to guess what the other person is and you're trying to love them in their love language and so for a while early in our marriage I thought Thomas's was acts of service so so many times I would clean the you know the the kitchen and and he'd come home I'd be like I did the dishes for you you don't have to do that or I I washed the car I did this and he's like okay like he really didn't care (laughs) like I thought that would love him or show loved him so um, now with this, we learn it's quality time, but I think quality time, sometimes people can think that as like over romantic, like we just need to be gazing at each other's eyes and things like that. But mm-hmm. what I've learned is it's not going out and washing the car, but if he's washing the car and I go wash the car with him, I think that's what fills your tank more yeah as long as you're genuinely wanting to be there and you're not begrudgingly you know soaping up the car just to try and fill my love tank um then yes i mean if you're like hey i really just want to spend time with you and if this is what you're doing this is what i want to be here doing um that's that's great um That's exactly right. And words of affirmation. Yeah, you'll you'll learn that one day. But <laughs> Well, the, the, don't hold your breath. But. but what was interesting, I think, is the five love languages and learning that about ourselves tied into then the Enneagram personality types. Um, because that's, I don't know if it's, I don't think it's new, but it's new to us. It's very new to us. Um, I took Enneagram first and then introduced <laughs> Thomas um, to that and so on the Enneagram I'm what? I was just <laughs> introduced as a nice way of saying go take this so we can do Forced. an episode about this <laughs> <Forced>. <laughs> no I think it was great though I is, mean really insightful oh this is the point of why we're doing it um, we'll, we'll get to the point that's not just uh, learning about us but it's so insightful to learn 
I don't know, I'm fascinated by personality and quizzes and stuff and learning about myself, but it wasn't helpful to just learn about me and then kind of like expect Thomas to know. <laughs> like I, it was, just, I mean, when I read my Enneagram, which we'll get into in a little bit, I cried. <laughs> I was like reading this pages and pages of my assessment, like, who is this person? They know me better than myself, yeah. but like so creepily spot on. But it looks like into your soul. It's crazy. But I needed it. Like yeah. I needed to know that and feel validated for who I am and and how I'm created to be. But again, um, for months, it was just me that had that information. Mm -hmm. And I might have said stuff to you about it, but it was kind of like, okay, until you took the personality test as well. And now we can talk about it together. And that's actually where the book Becoming Us is like the Enneagram in marriage. Mm -hmm. And um, so that was a, another fascinating book. And it did a little um, shout out to them on a blog post last month, if you guys go check that out. But, um, but yeah, so I'm an Enneagram type three, which is the achiever, um, the performer, the motivator. And Thomas is Enneagram type nine, the peacemaker, the harmonizer and the mediator. And um, yeah, I mean, it was it was really insightful to um, get to see in that book about myself and, um, uh, you know, have them look into my soul, but then kind of see where it comes from for you as well and and it, it does the book does a really great job of uh telling you like how you can communicate with this type so if if i'm reading it about julie and i'm reading the type three section then it gives me tips on how i can uh communicate with them and things like that um which is super beneficial um, in words of affirmation yeah exactly <laughs> and and you know that's any of you who have words of affirmation as your love language are probably sitting here like this guy is a total moron if he can't figure out uh, how to how to do this one. And it's it's just genuinely hard for me. And, um, you know, I, I scored a zero on it on this quiz. Um, so I think that um, in terms of you know knowing how to communicate better with you, uh, there's also some underlying personality traits it's not just that words make you feel good uh, but it does also the opposite too words are so much stronger that they will tear you down so right. quickly or the lack of kind words almost defaults to the negative side for you right so mm -hmm. you know just like if you know i i said something mean to you which i never do i've never done that ever right right uh, you're perfect <laughs> <laughs> um, if i said something mean to you even just you know during an argument or something like that even if you know like what you were saying about earlier about when you thought <clears throat> acts of service was mine you did the kitchen and stuff and i came home and and i truly didn't care because it didn't resonate on the love language scale for me but i didn't even like say thank you then that is almost as bad as me saying why the heck would you do that and waste your time on that that's so stupid <laughs> and so i mean it, that's that's where words of affirmation is so hard is because i have I, it doesn't impact me at all like words really you know like the whole sticks and stones thing that resonates true for me and so um 
you know, I think that uh, that's where that comes in, but kind of blending that with the Enneagram and, uh, you know, the different, um, uh, like, fears. Like, I'm, I'm looking at the book right now, and for you, it says uh, your core fear is being exposed as or thought incompetent, inefficient, or worthless, and failing to be or appear successful. And if we, if we go towards the middle of that, and it says uh, being exposed as uh, incompetent, inefficient, or worthless, um, that's exactly where words of affirmation would hit the most home, right? right? I mean, if whether that's work or home or anything, if if you're not thanked and appreciated and and um, uh, called out uh, for the things that you do, I feel like I'm failing. Exactly. Yeah, you <laughs> feel every the size of, of an ant, <laughs> and so um, that for me is where the two crossed so much, um, mm-hmm. and where I saw so much benefit out of knowing the the responses the answers to both of these quizzes yeah that's and same for you with quality time um just nine i think um type nine as i'm learning more because i've totally engulfed in learning about the type threes like myself but now i think it's um just as important for me to learn about type nine since that's what thomas is and um he just you know with quality time i think with also nine, they they want to be known, they want to be seen, they want to be heard and validated. But you tend to come off quiet sometimes, and you know. But um, you know, you don't need the spotlight and the, and the praise. But still, just looking into your eyes and listening without my phone in my hand, and yeah, <laughs> and that that really communicates that you matter and you're important. And I'm. I'm fully focused on you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you nailed it. It says, my core longing is that my presence matters and my core fear is being in conflict, tension, or discord, feeling shut out and overlooked and losing connection with others. And so uh, now now we're talking about our love languages crossing over with um, Enneagram. Our, our Enneagram, you know, and, and specifically for me as a nine on Enneagram, I mean, you could be anywhere one through eight if you're listening to this, and you could also be a physical touch type of love language. And that's okay, because I still believe that, you know, if you're a nine and you have physical touch, that's how you connect with others. And so, um, you know, I, I think that you can take these quizzes on your own, see your things and how they contrast and overlap with each other and that's why we're making a podcast about this because we didn't want to just come in and talk about five love languages only or the enneagram only and now um just kind of how they blend because a a nine isn't going to just be the same love language as you and a three the same you know words of affirmation um we're all uniquely made up of all these different characteristics so um and then you put two together to create a marriage and just totally different dynamics um and now um we're gonna add a third book (laughs) into it and that's where we're like oh we want to do a podcast just uh, for the importance of knowing yourself and knowing your spouse but the third book of um that's titled know yourself know your money um money is actually a really fun topic for us that you're going to hear about in this podcast we told you earlier, you know, Thomas is a financial coach. 
Um, that's a passion of mm-hmm. yours, though. Yes, it's your career now, but it it wasn't always. It because it, you get to do it as a career because it's a passion for you. And um, I'm a fan of it because it can shape or break marriages. Mm-hmm. And so um, we recently did this book. I think it was last week we talked about the road trip um, or the first episode we talked about this came about um, on a road trip that we did a couple months ago. We listened to this book by Rachel Cruz on um, audio mm-hmm. and we would pause it every chapter and discuss it and dive into what, you know, each other what we were feeling, but also maybe there were a lot of questions after each chapter, which was nice. So yeah, the book is designed to have you discuss after each chapter, or at least reflect if you're reading Mm -hmm. it by yourself, if you're an individual. Um, But if, if you're a couple and you're reading it together, or one of you is reading it and then the other is going to read it when they're done, uh, you know, the book is designed to have you reflect back after each chapter and what they talk about. So uh, the audiobook's the same way, just, you know, specifically said pause and try and take notes and, you know, write some stuff down. So, mm-hmm. and it says, like, I think there's even a quote um, the more you learn about your personality, the more you'll win with money. Um, I bring that up because I'm going to. Sorry, Rachel, I'm going to change it a little bit. They say that the more you learn about your personality, the more you'll win in marriage. And that is about money um, from the book, Know Yourself, Know Your Money. That is about the Enneagram. That is about the five love languages or whatever other personality tests that are out there um, or are to come. We've also done the DISC test, um, D-I-S-C, which is not diving into that because we didn't read a book about it. Right. <laughs> but um, but yeah, for, for Know Yourself, Know Your Money, um, it also has a quiz that um, impacts if, if you make, if you take it as a, uh, you take it individually, but then it also like kind of mirrors your results together in one PDF as um, a marriage unit. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I think that, <clears throat> you know, Anyone who knows Dave Ramsey knows that uh, obviously his whole thing is personal finance and and you know getting on the right track with money and uh, Rachel Cruz. This book has really taken that a step farther uh, into a personality level, so you understand the why behind what he has been teaching for so many years. Um, He's just been teaching a matter of fact, the system works great. But if you don't understand why, sometimes that can be really difficult for you. And especially from a marriage perspective, when you've now got two different personalities, two different backgrounds, and things like that, of why people are doing things the way that they're doing them, um, or why they act the way they act around money, or just in marriage in general, um, then that's going to cause problems if you don't try to understand. So, you know, you saying, uh, how did the quote go again? Uh, the more you learn about your personality, the more you'll win with money. Right. Or change or money marriage. to marriage. So, <laughs> um, I, I totally agree with that. And, you know, uh, I think you can, um, get, uh, you know, um, analyze, paralyzed sometimes if you just spend all your time taking every marriage quiz that you can find. Um, But I think that these three are a really good overlapping set of 
um, personality quizzes that will give you a really good insight into yourself and your spouse um, so that you can really gain some good information to help you move forward. Um, I mean, you know, you can find a lot of stupid quizzes out there on you what know, color Facebook are you? and, you know, what, are you a duck animal? or a, you know, whatever. <laughs> and so that crap is useless. So, you know, don't even um, bother with some of that. Find something with substance. If, if someone's written a book about it, that probably means they've put some research and effort into learning about this themselves. And interestingly enough, like I said, all the personalities are going to be different and then you, you know, literally marry them together. Um, on, on two different personalities and then that creates a whole nother family dynamic but and know yourself know your money there's a lot of um, different things we will unpack more later but interestingly enough like I scored higher on when she talked about um, safety versus status I'm on the status bar and Thomas is on the safety side of the Am I trying to th- say like the, the number line? The yeah. Um, and I think that kind of goes back to like status for me ties into the the type three um, Enneagram and the yeah, safety says, for you ties into the type nine <laughs> yep, Enneagram. Exactly. Your, your core desire in type three, it says having high status and respect being admired, successful, and valuable. So, I mean, it's only fitting that you would fall more towards the status side. Um, And then um, uh, my core desire is having inner stability and peace of mind. So that's just natural that I would fall on the safety side of that. Um, You know, again, take different Enneagram numbers, different personalities, and and your stuff is going to land in different places. We're just trying to give you a glimpse as to, you know, again, learning a little bit more about us to try and help you relate to us, but also to see that, you know, this is two different people taking this, uh, taking all these quizzes and that yours can fall somewhere else. Um, So, you know, do your own research. The point is too that reading the Enneagram, I didn't you know, equate that personality or your personality to our money spending or saving habits. And so just the book, Know Yourself, Know Your Money just adds, you know, another dynamic of that. Um, again, it was so good. We'll, we'll talk more about that later, but just also a fun thing um, that we learned about each other there is that I like to spend thing, um, money more on experiences. And we learned that, Thomas, you like to spend things money on things (laughs) um and so instead of fighting about different extremes you know we can just kind of take these um tests and know and understand each other more and understand where you're coming from Mm -hmm. what you need to feel loved or how you were created or these um habits like spending and saving and and where they the, the why behind it is really um the point of it so that was the point of this um, podcast was to to go through those um, three books and um, recommend them and uh, also the personality test. But again, don't be like me how I did the Enneagram by myself. Um, do them with your spouse or talk about it um, so that they're on board too to taking the test. Um, we took them on our own time, mm-hmm. but we were committed to 
reviewing the results together. It's a fun date night um, and or go walk around <laughs> a park and, you know, discuss it and, and take turns um, reading, you know, maybe about that person <laughs> to them. Um, sometimes it's hard to read about it yourself, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, again, there's just such value in it and then it can turn into a great, uh, date night conversation as well. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me this, what was your biggest takeaway about me through all of these personality tests and things like that? Oh, you're gonna put me on the spot. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's in our notes, so we shouldn't we have been on the spot. But <laughs> I thought I told you along the way, my biggest takeaway was, um, first of all, learning who you who you are, really. Instead <laughs> 15 of fifteen years later, <laughs> instead of just guessing, you know, I've le- I've known about these tests though, just trying to label or guess what love language um, label you with a, a an enneagram type that I thought, you know, and. And then with the money stuff, being frustrated by your choices. (laughs) I'm just being honest here. (laughs) Um, I asked the question. I have to be able to accept the answer. (laughs) So, um, yeah, because I didn't prepare a biggest takeaway. I think it was just to not just know more about myself. My biggest takeaway was like it was actually really fun and eye opening to to know more about you and want to um, learn more about you. Like I said, once I learned I was an Enneagram 3, I actually became obsessed on following all these Instagram things on, on 3 to, to know myself and, and feel known. But I really want to know you and feel loved by you as my husband. So that's where all these personality tests that we did, I'm kind of cultivated all together mm-hmm. um, into some really fun conversations. And now some changes of like our communication style and the way of life and how we relate to each other. Perfect. So what's your biggest takeaway? Uh, my biggest takeaway is that, um, you know, I mean, you, I would echo a lot of what you said. I think that it gives me the tools now to uh, learn where I can push you as an individual to strive to get better and things like that. (laughs) Um, And, uh, you know, how I can fix you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh... Actually, I would say don't take these personality tests and use them against your spouse (laughs) like that. Yeah, no, I I think it's, it it lets me know, you know, where... where some of your personality, you know, weaknesses and fears can be so that I can encourage you in those areas. Um, And so that, you know, when you're um, things that are off the charts, you know, not good in your personality, I can help you and say, you know, hey, that's, that's going to be in, you know, a little bit too much. Let's, you know, how can we, you know, fix that? How can we help you move forward and grow in that area? Um, so that, you know, you can be the best you. And, um, you know, from a, a mom perspective, a wife perspective, a, a work perspective, all of those things, um, I think that that was my biggest takeaway to just have the tools to be able to start moving forward. Yeah, that's good. 
So, um, like Julie said, we're going to be, uh, one of the big ones we're going to unpack even more is know yourself, know your money. Um, that one just, you know, really resonated with both of us. Um, so, uh, next week, uh, in our episode that drops next week, um, we are going to actually be unpacking our personality test from know yourself, know your money. Um, so, um, we'll go through that, uh, as a financial coach, uh, that's going to hit home a little bit for me. Um, and, uh, you know, we've all heard that, you know, one of the top reasons for divorce is financial issues anyway. And, you know, the, the financial issues are just a math problem, right? And so you just have to figure out how to make more money or have less expenses, but there's so much ingrained in the personality of it. Uh, and you know, like you said earlier, why do I make some of the decisions that I make and that, that frustrated you for so long, but now we have this opportunity to learn about this. Um, and just, or I know the why behind it mm -hmm. or not to get too much away from less next week's episode, but, um, Rachel talks about like your childhood and the household you grew up in and right. how that shapes. And so it was really eye opening to have those conversations too, as we went through the book on, Oh, you're not just doing that because that's who you are today. That's kind of who you have become. <laughs> right. Right. And so we're going to unpack this personality quiz from both of our perspectives. Uh, it came out to be like 35 pages long. So we've got some work to do to, uh, to really see and dive into it. Um, uh, and, and what, uh, what all there is there for us to, uh, bring out to you guys. Um, so that's what our episode is going to be on next week is really kind of diving into money and marriage. Um, and, uh, this personality, uh, quiz, you know, piggybacking off of this week and having all of the quizzes. Uh, so that's going to be our next episode next week. Um, just remember that episodes release weekly on Mondays on your favorite place to find podcasts. Um, and as our uh, show continues to get out there, um, it will become available on more and more different places too. So if it's not on your favorite place yet, keep looking out for it. Uh, you know, it has to be out there on some different channels for a certain amount of time. Um, but uh, you can check out our website to see exactly uh, where uh, you can listen to our podcast uh, at marriagepuzzle.com. Uh, you can see all the different places that were listed. Um, and as Julie mentioned, we have blog posts that come out on the 1st and 15th of every month. So uh, one just came out a few days ago. Make sure you go check those out. Uh, drop a like on those uh, blog posts. That helps us out so that Google can uh, find that people are liking that and send more people to the page. Um, and then make sure you find us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Marriage Puzzle. Um, so go check us out there uh, and uh, share about the podcast. Share to your friends, especially if you've got married friends uh, out there. Um, which I'm sure you do if you're listening to this podcast, or if you're listening by yourself uh, and you want your spouse to listen, tell them to listen. Uh, you know, help us out, get the get the word out there. Um, but uh, thanks so much for joining us this week. Make sure you leave us a rating on the podcast uh, to help get us in front of more people. And we look forward to uh, having you join us again next week, where together we'll work on marriage one puzzle piece at a time. See you guys later.